0: Ben, you know, I really love hearing your voice in the morning kind of guiding me into the episode, fading out music, fading in Skype. It's like talking to a therapist. Right. How are you? I'm
1: fantastic. How are you? Oh, I'm good. Welcome to episode number 10,
0: everybody. This is a beginner's guide to watching competitive gaming, the eSports review episode number 10. Double digits. <laughs> We've arrived. <laughs> we I am your host, Patrick Ryan. And this is the manimal himself, Ben Sizemore. It's me.
1: <sighs> Good morning, everyone. God, God, God,
0: God, God. Ben's tired, everybody. He it's works true. nights. We're gonna pep up his step a little bit today, while discussing a topic that's near and dear to my heart: um, watching esports. But really, more specifically, how do you get into an esport? How do you unlock it? Um, how do you? How do you begin to care about? Something like League of Legends or Counter Strike Global Offensive. Right now, the the CS:GO Majors are on. It's got a few people watching. A few. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's, it's 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 been what it, it did. It hit like seven hundred thousand like this morning, um, right? It was around there. Did it, I'm not sure. I haven't. I didn't
1: get to uh, check it out this morning. I just woke up like
0: thirty minutes ago. So, so watching esports something you have to do in order to be into esports. Assumably you play the game mm-hmm. if you're watching, you know, an eSport about a particular video game. So, you know, really on this episode, we're going to break down how, how do you get into it, um, how we got into it. Uh, but I, I think more interestingly than, than Ben and I's stories related to how we got into eSports, because I think we probably regaled that once or twice. Or thrice. <laughs> the the big interest, I think, at least from my part is how would I get into a new eSport or one that's existed for a long time? Um, say, if I wanted to get into StarCraft, maybe maybe Brood War uh, is a good example because I think that's kind of a foundational eSport. Say, I want to get into StarCraft Brood War. How would I do that? Um, what are the suggestions by some of the experts as to how how one would get into an eSport? How do you unlock a specific eSport? Overwatch is coming out; it's a new eSport. How do you get into that? Is there differences between getting into a story game like StarCraft versus getting into uh, or beginning to watch a, uh, a a game, you know, a new game like Overwatch. I'm not trying to. I realize that I'm only talking about Blizzard games in that example, so I'm, I'm sorry to everybody that that doesn't like that. You're such a homer. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna get some hate from somewhere. The Blizz homer. Uh, so from from research, and I'll, I'll kind of set the stage for everybody here and give you a little overview of what we're going to be talking about today. Uh, from, from a good amount of research uh, conducted on, on Twitch streaming specifically, there's three major reason, reasons why a given individual would watch a stream. It's either to improve uh, at, at the game that they're watching, to see a review about a specific product or game or, or any other um, thing that you might want to buy. Uh, and the final one is actually personality, so entertainment, right? Like a, like a person that's funny to watch. So, you know, you watch uh, Getting Drunk with Soda Poppin' or whatever his... <laughs> Saturdays drinking, I don't, I don't know. I, don't know. Yeah. I wish I was cooler. Anyway, so <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I see the titles and I don't actually watch, and I probably should. Um, no, it's okay. Yeah, I think I'm over it. Yeah. it was in that <laughs> one second that I just immediately <laughs> got over it and realized yeah. that I have life. All right, yeah, so no, and I'm not, I'm not condemning that. I heard him actually say this in a some stream discussion where some guy gave him like a hundred bucks and he's like, "Can you add me to your Steam friend list, friends list?" and he's like no like you have to be here all the time like you have to have no life in order to be on my friends list yeah. and the guy like I saw in chat and he just popped up and goes he goes but I gave you money yeah
1: that's too that's gonna bad. be a chargeback
0: <laughs> 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 not See getting that, that one money to uh so there's th- you know the three major reasons we've kind of uh laid those out. And I believe that they're related to esports very intimately in in kind of the first one, you know, related to improving. I think a lot of people watch esports initially because they want to improve at a game that they are hardcore at. So the hardcore roots of esports, uh, begin to give way, uh, to, to, I would say watching esports and becoming a fan. Uh, and, and eventually we become soft enough that we're not as hardcore anymore. And all we do is watch. At a certain point, it goes from um, playing the game to, to only watching the game. Where once, Ben, we could have been professionals. Now we are just sacks of potatoes. That's, uh,
1: yeah. I think sack of potato has always been the level that I've been at. <laughs> <laughs> Not we'll, cardboard, go with, sack of potato? We'll, we'll go with could have been pros. Yeah, we'll go with it.
0: <laughs> or sack of potatoes. I'm just uh, a sack <laughs> of potatoes. Uh, that's,
1: that, that, I've never actually had, like... Something described me so well—a sack of <laughs> sack of potatoes. That's, that's, that's I can
0: see a new Twitter picture incoming. Just yeah, in. I'm
1: changing my name actually. I'm I'm now sack potato,
0: sack <laughs> potato, sack potato. Yeah, that's really up to. <laughs> uh, so from from getting really interested in and and having these hardcore roots in esports, many people then kind of proceed to buy into a given game. Uh, maybe a particular video game speaks to you very intimately. The the buy in is kind of the next stage. You know, you develop a favorite team, favorite player, uh, and that kind of ends up resulting in you know watching, going to events, and and becoming an esports head, as 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 they call it. Um, it seems like it's been a long time coming for this type of tradition to occur. Uh, we always talk about you know the USA Network having Halo on back in two thousand five. Uh, you know, it's I think both both Ben and I as self proclaimed nerds believe that this is something that you know we we've wanted to happen for for quite some time and now that right. esports is finally hitting its kind of the little hump that everybody's all excited about and inevitably it will decline right like this it's uh, we're already starting to see i think less interest in some teams like if you look at ember who who yeah. released their player salaries and then now now they're gone yeah, right like they're gone. now they're not a team yep. um you're already starting to see i think a little bit of fickleness and that will always exist in esports right like oh, yeah. it's that's
1: well what i mean that that really, really exists in anything Startup was, so. but it's.
0: I mean, back in the '90s, right? You had all this money for bands, and you saw all these different bands getting a ton of ton of dollar dollar bills, y'all, to they make a pick. Awful albums. bands, yeah. Like they were any, garbage. Yeah, right. any, any
1: like, anything garbage. that kind of adhered to a, a certain genre that was big, like they they kind of blew up.
0: Let's just go with Papa Roach. Anyway, so uh, no, <laughs> Papa Roach has been around for a long time, I'm and just they've, just they've say, had that, some good just, songs. <laughs> ben, damn it, don't prove my point. I'm just right, saying. So, so, point point being. Today, there's quite a bit of money available to eSports, similar to how in the 90s, many bands existed and subsisted off of money that maybe shouldn't have existed. Yeah. Wow, that was all rhyming and weird. Anyway. um, Very elegant. I apologize for that elegance. (laughs) So today in eSports, you know, I I think you're seeing that that kind of rise and it's expected. Like both Ben and I, I think we're like, well, duh. Um, we've been seeing this, we've been into this for long enough, it's like, yeah, okay, it makes sense. But I think that that's that's the type of person you need to be in order to watch esports from the beginning. Uh, You can't get into video games and esports and just be like, I'm going to start watching this and have never played a video game ever in your life. Like, if you've never played video games and they've never interested you, I would tell you to not be interested in esports at all and not begin this journey. If you play video games and you enjoy the concept of playing video games, especially at a high level, then this is for you, because it unlocks a certain level of nostalgia. And I think that that's the key Um, for anybody that's watching eSports. You're an adult, most likely, or at least a cognizant teenager. And you have memories of playing video games that are positive. And typically those nostalgic memories of of, uh, Ocarina of Time or Street Fighter 2 or whatever it might be, are much, much better than what actually occurred. But given that nostalgia kind of has this incredible effect on us, esports really do feed off of that, I believe. Oh, yeah. um, if, if you look at any of the, of the major esports, I, I am even nostalgic about when I first started playing League of Legends. You know what I mean? Like, there's that, like, I remember when I learned, when I first got pulled by a Blitzcrank and killed under tower. Like, I remember when that happened. I remember the first time I learned about Ignite and how much that hurt my feelings. Uh, but, like, it's, it's, it's a positive kind of nostalgic feeling of, like, you know, you're, you're learning something. Um, that doesn't really exist in in many other mediums, you know. Like you can watch a movie and just get into a movie, and you're not a movie watcher. But like, you know, there's almost a certain level of you need to kind of be a gamer in order to be into esports. And there's not, that that title doesn't exist for other other things. Like there's no book readers, you know what I mean? Like there's no mo- movie watchers. Like maybe you're you're a cinema or whatever they call that, but like. That's, I think that's very different. Like, that's, a, that's an intimate interest versus a gamer is the title that's given to really anybody who just plays games. And I think that anybody who plays games and appreciates them can watch esports. Yeah. What do you think, Ben?
1: No, I, would, I would totally agree. I think that uh, for the most part, the spectating aspect of esports comes a lot from people that partake in these games for the most part. I, I think it makes up the majority of the viewership.
0: Yeah, I mean, except for CS:GO, right? Like there was that stat about Counter Strike Go having more people that watch the yeah. game than that play the game. But how how is that? How much of that is inflated? But you own it. I and own it. Played it, it before, I don't so play the, it. that statistic doesn't apply to you, though. What know. does that actually mean? They're saying people that have never purchased the game watch the game.
1: Well, it's easy. It's the- when I say easy, easy to spectate. I don't mean easy to play that and game. It, that does that spectate, spectate one
0: time? You know what I mean? Like, do they spectate all the time? Are they frequent viewers? Yeah, have they just would, turned it on one time? Was it a girlfriend of some guy that was just, like, watching it and they're yeah. counting hers? I would, I don't, I'm, I'm I would just, like to see well. the,
1: the criteria for that statistic.
0: but just, I've heard it mentioned a few times. Yeah, like, I have too. It's this weird thing where I'm like, I don't know how yeah. much I
1: believe that. But, I mean, as far as a spectator sport goes, like, you hear that, that thrown around a lot in, like, physical sports. uh, I think Counter-Strike is definitely
0: the spectator e-sport. Uh, I would definitely say that. Yeah, it's like football, right? Like, it's, yeah. I mean, not, not like football. It's, it's, it's like football in the sense that you can watch it, and you can watch someone get tackled or get a touchdown, yeah. and you go know to just go, yeah! When,
1: uh, yeah, like, you know, you, you just kind of understand when something happens that you should
0: cheer about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, makes total sense. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, I, I, I look at, um, you know, we were talking to, to Shane a couple of weeks back about PlanetSide. I, I look at that as kind of like an example of, Maybe the football where, you know, football is an example of like on a larger scale, an mm-hmm. FPS where somebody would be like, yeah, like they would know to cheer and it's on this massive scale versus just a, you know, a five on five situation. But yeah, maybe that's hard to keep track of. Who knows? Uh, eh. I like Counter-Strike where it is. Thank you very much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> keep your keep, keep five on five. I like it. I, I like it a lot. Yeah. Um, gives them all personalities. You know, it's kind of like basketball a little bit, whatever. Yeah. Uh, so th- there's, a, there's a song from the 80s called Jukebox Hero. Ben? And I know it, yeah. That is, I think, a good example of what we all are when we're watching esports. Yeah. Where it's like we have a guitar in hand and we're you know, it's like we can play, but we don't, we just listen and like. With
1: stars in our eyes. Yeah.
0: We're, we're constantly pursuing that feeling kind of a thing, you know what I mean? Like the. Mm-hmm. So that's my new terminology for everybody that watch, watches esports and, and kind of, you know, um, subsists off of watching instead of playing. I mean, you and I play, but I would, I would consider us both spectators over Oh yeah, players. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, so we're jukebox heroes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Jukebox hero could have, been, um, could have been great once, one time. I look at us as the Uncle Rico's, like from Napoleon Dynamite. That's that's what I look at. Like you know, Coach would have put me in fourth quarter when we won states. You know what I mean? Like I feel like I feel like we're the the Uncle Rico's of uh, of esports. That's the way I look at it. Could have been, could have been great. Could have been great. If I, mean, I if I'd have just went and uh, and participated at MLG Columbus in two thousand eight, could could have been great. I Could did. have been great.
0: <laughs> I, <laughs> to me. Uh, I know I wouldn't have been. I got my ass fucking kicked. Uh, <laughs> so then, and then uh, we have this, this visualization of the Twitch community that I kind of outlined on our, uh, on our website, but it ba- basically breaks down the different Twitch communities and how many people watch each of the, the different game streams and then who are the largest streamers in each of those games. I think it's worthwhile looking at because I think the Twitch community is very descriptive of the esports community as a whole. So if you want to get a sense for kind of who are the biggest names in any given game, um, this is the kind of the way to go about doing that. Um, the reason I say that is because if, and this is kind of the here's here's my nugget of actual value. If you want to get into esports, the first step is to pick a game, right? So say let's choose League of Legends. Then you choose a player. So I'm like, man, I really hear that Bjergsen's a good guy. He's really good at at uh, mid lane and LeBlanc, right? Isn't that doesn't he, who he's good at? Hey, Gengo. Anyway, so hey, what's up, Gengo? Bjergsen, incredible mid laner, follow Bjergsen, follow all of his different major matches throughout his career mm-hmm. and get a sense for like, who maybe his biggest rival would be. Yeah. Uh, and then so you watch all these different big matches and you, you kind of create a narrative for yourself as a viewer and then you watch his rivals matches and then you kind of proceed to, to put together some of the other larger matches and and, and ignore all of the shit. Like, don't watch any of the bad stuff because I've seen too, too often this this concept of eSports burnout pop up over and over and over again where a fan of a specific game feels the need to watch all the games. And you don't have to do that at all. Mm. All you have to do is watch the big games. And over time, as you learn to pick the big games and, and, and develop kind of a selective uh, nature to, to, to your watching, it will, get, it will become much, much easier to do that consistently. Where over time, You'll be like, man, okay, this is not important, this is important, this is not important, this is important. And that will free up more time to get into more esports or do something else with your time, right? Mm-hmm. So as 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 kind of a, a guiding precedent, pick the best player that you think is the best from the esport that you find the most interesting. It doesn't even have to be a major esports. It can be World of Tanks, even though that's the second biggest esport. And nobody talks about it. 20 million players. So, so you pick your favorite thing. You pick your favorite player and you watch all the different major matches. That will get you to the point where, where you will have a solid understanding for the history of the game. And I think that's where all of the appreciation comes from. Because if an analyst is talking about the game, they're using historical context to create some kind of narrative for you to, to follow as a viewer. Um, getting that historical lesson and, and and appreciating something like, say, League of Legends and trying to study the great mid laners of Season 1. And understanding the context for all of these different discussions that go on about... Why Bjergsen is so good now, or why Faker is so good now? Uh, I think it will, will will add a a a level of ownership to esports that many many people don't have because they spread themselves so thin across so many different games and teams instead of just creating a narrative for themselves as a spectator. So my challenge to anybody who watches esports is over the next month or whatever it may be, maybe over the the, the rest of the the CS:GO majors to like the new you know the new MLG tourney, Create a narrative for yourself. Don't watch all the games. Like create a narrative that you give a shit about Mm -hmm. um, instead of just watching everything mindlessly. Uh, because yeah. I think a lot of times it's very easy to do that because you feel a, like a sense of ownership over that, you know, over Counter-Strike Go. Uh, but instead of feeling a sense of ownership over Counter-Strike Go, feel a sense of ownership over maybe a specific team or player. And you don't have to be a fan. You don't have to be biased to those people. You're following them because they're the best. Like, they're unequivocally the best. Like, you follow watch, Fnatic. Watch like, Fnatic. yeah. That's what, you know what I was going like, to say. Watch Fanatic. Because you know that. And you're, you're able to make smart, objective decisions as a viewer. Yeah. Um, and, and by by gaining that skill, I believe that it will contribute greatly to the eSports viewer and spectator experience and it will allow you to more eloquently explain why you're watching this thing to somebody else. So, Ben, my first kind of, haha, I have a question for you that you didn't think about at all. Um, how would you explain your viewing of eSports to your parents? Ooh, you
1: know, I've tried to do this uh, a couple of times. And um, the best way to do it is trying to relate it to something that they know. Uh, and, like, for me, I grew up playing, uh, physical sports, like basketball and football and baseball, uh, and so, like, trying to relate it back to those sports in kind of a way that they could understand it, uh, that's normally the best way to go about it that I've found, uh, but, I mean, actually, like, introducing them to the game a little bit and, like, showing them what is going on. Like, I remember, uh, after I graduated I moved back home and was, like, job searching and everything, uh, uh. Couple years ago, uh, Ti Four, I guess I think it was Ti Four, uh, Dota Two, the International, mm-hmm. uh, it was going on, and I was like taking you know my laptop and putting it up on the big screen TV that we have in the in the uh, the house, and was watching it on there, and was like. Trying to explain to my parents like what I was watching or what was going on in those games and everything like that because they were like, "What is this? Like, what, what is this magic that's on television right now?" So yeah, you know, it's 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 hard to explain to people that have zero to little interest in what's going on. But mm-hmm. um, finding a way to relate that information uh, to something that they know is uh, is key. But I mean that that's pretty much. Like the key to relating any kind of information, really, is is yeah. being a, being able to kind of, you know, extrapolate that information into something that they can understand or in in terms that they can
0: they can grasp. I mean, you know, it's like find something that's competitive to them, whether they be a sports viewer or uh, they like American Idol or whatever else it is, right? Like, I think if you can find a competitive thread. To explain at least to, to convey it you know the point like oh well you know people care about this game because you know like they watch it because they care about it because it's competitive and it's fun yeah. to watch people compete I like, mm-hmm. at a very basic level yeah. um, and that can be true with with knitting like it doesn't matter what it is um, I, I mean, personally would find that to be interesting
1: we've seen so many things on ESPN and ESPN 2 over the year of like things that are like, like video games. Who would have thought? Yeah. <laughs> who would have thought? No. Like uh, it's. Uh, I mean, like things that come to my mind when I think about this are like the World Series of Darts or uh, the World Scrabble Championships or like the Spelling Bee, the National Spelling Bee, things like that. I mean, it's all about the spirit of competition because competition makes us better. Mm-hmm. And like, and that that really. Um, I don't know. I mean, it, it, it's really cool to see that. And, I mean, if, you're, if you've if you been anywhere near any kind of competition, you can kind of understand that, you know, humans at their basic level are going to compete. And, uh, yeah, I, I just think that's that's going to happen. And that that's a good way of relating that information of esports kind of over to someone who doesn't have any interest to begin with uh, but has an interest in some kind of other competition. I mean, like, well, you know, that's why we, we watch this. Because, like... As I got older and rounder, uh, you know, I stopped, <laughs> stopped playing sports and everything when I got out of high school. Like, I, I needed a way to still be able to compete. Mm-hmm. And uh, unfortunately, uh, that was Call of Duty and Halo and uh, less physical. So mm-hmm. I, like I said, got rounder. But
0: you end up taking it more seriously, right? Because you don't have these yeah, other physical outputs exactly. of competition.
1: Yeah. It's, and I, I've tried to fun. explain that to. Um, you know, other people like in, mm-hmm. in in you know that have. I find have it's come hardest to, to explain life. it to my
0: peers that don't play video games. Yes, but, like I, I find my parents are more accepting because they've dealt with it for twenty yeah. some years. Yeah, absolutely. Like I ruined vacations because I couldn't play video games. You know what I mean? It's like, wait a second. I haven't gone that at the far. The beach, but no, I, I like my. We went to the beach, and I wanted to go to the arcade so badly to play fucking Ninja Turtles, Turtles in Time. Yeah, That's all I wanted God, to do. And my dad wouldn't let me go play Turtles in Time. And he was yeah. like, so so like. Indignant about it because he didn't understand that that's what I wanted. Like, it's if you're on vacation, you do the fucking things you want to do. Like, I don't want to sit on a beach and get get all sandy. Like, I want to sit and play turtles in time. Yeah,
1: you want to be good. (laughs) See, that was that was one thing that like my parents were always really cool about is we like frequented like the arcades and things like that. Like, we were always going to arcades and uh, you know playing games, getting getting tickets, you know, winning prizes or playing pool or you know anything like that. Like, we would take like huge containers of quarters with us. Anytime we would
0: go to like the beach or so they like, get you then yeah
1: yeah my parents pretty much get me what about I, I like I would say that so
0: you have like so, you know every once in a while if 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 those those who watch or listen to the show don't know there's a guy named Sam and he's a good friend of, of mm. specifically Ben's but I would like to consider him a friend of mine I love as well. Sam Sam's my little buddy and he will watch the show every once in a while he listens to esports you know esports maybe talk back and forth us talking heads chitter chatter here on the skypes. Um and you know we had the show before called Last Week in Esports Sam would attend that as well and listen has no idea about anything in esports but Sam listens to us because you know we're his friends and all that other stuff but I think he's gained a level of appreciation for esports that maybe he wouldn't have had before uh had he not listened to the show yeah do you believe that there is a common thread between those that play video games and those of us that watch esports like I'm I'm I, I I guess, assume, assumedly, the answer to that is yes. But do you see that that's the connection and that's that's the type of person that can kind of transition from playing to watching? Oh, yeah. Uh, kind of like we've already done. You know what I mean? Like, we're, we, it just happened mm-hmm. faster for us. But I see that happening for Sam and others as they kind of, you know, grow older.
1: Yeah. I mean, it, it all comes down to the first general interest in something. I mean, like, when, when I started, it was Call of Duty 4 and Halo 3, and I wanted to get better at those games. Unfortunately, it was back in the days of uh justin tv instead of twitch and you know the biggest streamer on there was like swifter right and uh you know he wasn't always like the most competitive person so i was stuck with watching the mlg tournaments every once every three months or something like that and then going back and watching the vods for each of those games and things like that because i wanted to be able to play at a high level Mm -hmm. like especially games that had a ranking system like halo i mean like everyone wanted to be level 50 like everyone wanted to be a 50. Because when you were level fifty, you played against the best people.
0: Yeah, and, and I mean, when- well, it's, it wasn't even because you wanted to play against the best people; it's because you wanted to be level fifty, yeah. so you could be level 50, be a fifty friends, and it's like having like a like a like a holographic Charizard, yeah. which I have
1: like right up over there. Actually, I have a holographic Charizard. Card. I wish I still had my Pokemon cards.
0: <laughs> I just had my sister got it for me. Shout out and uh, nice, just the nice and most thoughtful little present. Anyway, oh, yeah. so. Taking a step back very quickly, say you don't watch eSport or say you don't play video games. Say you don't care, but you still want to get into to competitive gaming, say like watching it specifically. Um, so I don't game anymore. I'm not interested in playing any more video games. I don't have time is typically the statement that a lot of people have, you mm-hmm. know, which is, is my favorite thing for any adult ever to say. Because to say you don't have time suggests that there's like less time in your day than other people's days because they're able to fit playing video games in. Them. But it's, you know, it's like, no, it's uh, just it's, ch- yeah. say what you mean, which means I, I am choosing. Yeah, I don't yeah. want to. I don't want to. I, it's, it's like saying my dog ate my homework as a, like a kid in school. You know what I mean? Like just yeah. everybody has time.
1: You, you make time for what you want to do. Right. That's so if true. you haven't,
0: if you're not making time to, uh, you know, like if say if you're working from nine to five and you go home and the thing that unwinds you is watching Netflix and, you know, jerking off. Do that. Do that until your heart's content. Yeah. I saw a guy yesterday. His gamertag was red box and chill. I don't think getting Redbox is chilling because you have to go somewhere. But that's yeah. anyway. That's me. <laughs> we
1: we were making jokes about it in uh, my buddy Drew's uh, chat the other day about uh, like Netflix and chill, and somebody said Hulu and commitment, and uh, <laughs> I said re- I said Redbox and break up forever. <laughs> so, there's no
0: chilling with Redbox. Yeah, there's there's no chill in Redbox. But for context, you know. Okay, so if I'm if I'm not into esports and I don't like to play esports and it's it's quote unquote you know I don't have the time to do it I think a lot of people when they say that they're saying it's a waste of time like I think that's the shorthand way of saying like well you're wasting your time and I'm doing things that are more important with my time I'm making the decision to do X Y or Z you're choosing to play a video game I think that's not as important as what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. Um, I think it's very very important to if you're listening to the show and you want to get to know me really really well. The most important thing I can tell you as somebody, if you want to be best friends with me, my opinion of what you do and of what I do, I don't give a fuck. Like, I don't care. Everything is a waste of time. Everything that you do is a waste of time because we are tiny little bex- specks of dust in this giant universe that is billions of years old. Um, and we are irrelevant, tiny little just nothings. Like, we're nothing. So everything that we do is nothing. Um, and that nothing can-, can influence your world. Like, your world may matter to you um but on the whole like everything's a waste of time so like that's not meant to be cold that's meant to be a reality check where if you look at someone else and you look at a friend and you 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 judge them effectively and say well you're playing video games it's a waste of time um take a take a take a take a really long hard look at what it is that you're doing with your life yeah take a step uh, back realize that yeah. you're
1: playing basketball unprofessionally that's a, Yeah, that, Dad. That's, that's a step. I mean, you know, that's a waste of time, unless you're gonna go pro. You know, yeah. I mean, that's the way. That's the way I look at it. I mean, every everything's a waste of time. I think I think you're right.
0: But either way, so uh, I think it's just if the the original discussion. If you don't play video games, how do you get into watching esports? Uh, my suggestion to you would be don't do something that it is that you enjoy doing, because um, if you don't enjoy playing video games. And you don't enjoy watching video games, and you're trying to use your time and deciding to do that with your time, then you're going to live a miserable, miserable life. Yeah. Um, so I would just encourage you to do things that you enjoy because everything is a waste of time. Like it just, it's, it's so silly to waste time doing something that's just not fun.
1: Yep. Find something that you're going to enjoy your, the wasting your time with. Mm-hmm. That's the way I yeah. look at it. And exactly. I, I love wasting my time with video games.
0: Yeah, me too. It's my it's like or, my favorite or talking, activity.
1: Talking to Patrick every Friday morning at 11:30 a.m. I enjoy I I very much enjoy wasting my time talking to Patrick every morning. I do too. Every yeah, Friday I mean,
0: morning. And and it's like somebody else could call this a waste of time. It, I I I know that inevitably everything I do is a waste of time. Yeah. So like I, take that I just as a compliment. I, Yeah, I like I really like spending time with Ben, so like that's what I'm going to do with my time. Um so We've kind of uh, hopped through this overview here. Let me get through the rest of the overview, and then we can kind of just digress. Um, I love digressing. That's you mentioned favorite. the visualization of the Twitch community. Uh, quick, quickly, I kind of wanted to touch on the growth of Counter-Strike Global Offensive, which I think is quite interesting. There's a chart on our website, esportsnavy.com. Check out the article on our site there. Um, but it's, you know, it's easy to watch and become obsessed with games. Um, but, you know, it's really difficult to kind of know why they became huge or what happened before they ever kind of blew up. So, you know, CSGO is a really good example of a game that is huge right now, right? Like everybody's yep. all hopped up on the CSGO train. Um, and, you know, you could say because of and a number of reasons, uh, the, 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 the items and the weapon skins or, um, you know, all the different uh, big events or whatever else it is. Um, the chart beautifully suggests that, Really, the reason that CS:GO grew, um, other than from free weekends, which are you know naturally going to be uh, you know like the 50% sales of the free weekends that Steam tends to have for some of their games, of course, will help to grow the game. But it's not a permanent yeah. growth. Like if you actually look at the, the chart, there's not a lot of permanent growth after that that initial spike. Where all of the permanent growth happens is um, kind of. Really twofold. Um, mm-hmm. the, the the arms update. So the the uh, the economy that, that launched within within CS:GO was huge. Mm-hmm. But really, the largest one was the events, and yeah. specifically the ability to watch the events in the client. Yes. Um, and I believe that that is the most important thing that CS:GO and Dota two do differently than League of Legends is Developing, the ability to. Man. Yeah, it's the ability to watch the game in client. Um, And and then to have multiple commentators speaking about that game, so that there's more, a much larger international appeal, uh, to 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 a a, you know much broader number of players. So, really, the big suggestion here, like the big kind of the the interesting finding here, is that most esports grow from having, like, effectively these 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 standardized esports tool sets that really have been standardized by Valve um, in in their client. And yes, League of Legends, I think, is a good example of a free-to-play free to play game that hit at the right time in Korea and got backed back by Tencent and now has all these different economic factors that are playing into Riot's kind of ability to control the esports space. But if you want to look at authentic growth, this is it. And, um, you know, Counter-Strike Global Offensive has been around for so long. Uh, and the Counter Strike name has been around for so long. Like, sure, it has the brand cachet, and you can say that that would help carry it. But it didn't boom or start growing until it kind of hit these these very clear markers of having this 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 micro economy, and then having these uh, these, these esports tool sets, specifically being able to watch the game in client. Yeah. Um, ben, are there any other tool sets or default tool sets that you think would make the game easier to watch for a beginner? Right, like, so say I'm just getting into. Watching esports, um, you know, my big suggestion is in the article, you know, is to go back and watch the, um, the Dota 2 2014 international noob stream. Um, that, that I thought was one of the best uh, kind of foundational places to gain introductory knowledge to esports. But are there other default tools that exist in this space that we're, we're missing out on?
1: Uh, I don't know if you could call it a default tool, but I mean, Twitch. Twitch is so good for like getting into esports or learning about a video game in general. Uh, It doesn't necessarily even have to be an eSport. But keeping to, you know, the eSport theme, I mean, um, when I was first learning League of Legends, uh, I would watch, you know, Riot, I would watch LCS, because that's, you know, where all the best pros are. And then these pros that were making huge plays during LCS, like, obviously they were going to be streaming during the week, so I would start watching them. And, you know, during the main, like... When I was first starting, I was playing, like, ADC and playing support and things like that. So, I would watch a lot of Doublelift. I would watch a lot of Afro mode. And so, like, you, you start there, and then you branch out. And, like, Boy is one of my favorite pros, so I watch Boy stream all the time. And he's no longer, you know, part of the professional League of Legends scene, but
0: he still streams a lot. So, I mean, like, that, he, you know, I still watch... That. But your reasons for played. watching him have changed, right? Like that's, yeah. uh, that's actually really interesting to think about. Is like you used to watch him because you wanted to get better, and yeah. now you watch him to be entertained, right?
1: Exactly, and that goes back to you know why we watch certain things and everything. But um, another good example of that, or trying to get better, would be when I first started to play jungle. I watched a lot of Night Blue because like he only plays jungle at a challenger level. Night Blue four or five. Night Blue six. Uh, I think it's What's eight. Night Blue eight. Seven. Yeah. Nine two, I can't remember. But uh, yeah. <laughs> no, like he because you know he is always one of the top League of Legends streamers, and he only plays jungle. So I right. mean, um, and he's always playing like super strong
0: uh picks in the jungle. So like, so watch streamers. That's super meta. Watch stream. I think that that is probably a really good tip. Like use use Twitch as a tool, and yeah. maybe don't just don't just watch the big guys. Watch some of the little guys as well. Yeah, absolutely. Maybe yeah. not. I don't know,
1: they're probably boring. No, 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 no. I mean, because you, you, there's there's a lot of professionals that aren't huge, um, like, huge on the Twitch scene. I mean, I, I can think back watching, uh, you know, like Quas from Team, mm-hmm. or, you know, formerly of Team Liquid, um, and uh, Dominate, yep. also formerly of Team Liquid. So, like, I mean, their streams are not really huge. St. Vicious, like, his, his stream isn't really huge. I don't, I don't know why I'm watching St. Vicious' stream, but... And yet you know, they can interact another, with you probably exactly.
0: more authentically and give you, you know, yeah. more insight and everything else. Which is probably um, a good thing.
1: But besides Twitch, another one is YouTube. Oh, God, YouTube is so good for learning games uh, and, like, learning how to get better. Because these same pros that are going to be, you know, streaming on Twitch, they're also, they, you know, take these highlights from their streams and make really good videos about them. Like, mm-hmm. Nightblue does that a lot. Uh, like, when he's playing certain champions, like, he highlights, you know, like, big plays or, you know, like, four-minute uh, like, compilations of things that happen in his games while he's playing certain champions. Mm-hmm. And, uh, like, if you're wanting to learn that champion, like, you see how that champion works while they're doing these, you know, little highlight videos.
0: I mean, yeah, just yes goes the same way, right? Like, that's, I mean, that's how I learned how to aim in Counter-Strike. Yeah. It was, like, yeah. watching, I think it was Freiberg's video about, like, what his settings were and how he practices aim duels and, like, where he, like, how he learns how to, like, I, I didn't yeah, even, to do like, with spray. just so every, yeah, so everybody knows I'm stupid. Um, And so, like, when I shoot, I didn't realize, like, I knew that there was spray, but I never, like, thought about the pattern, like, critically. Mm -hmm. Uh, And until I watched that video, I was like, ah, okay. Like, huh. "Huh." Like, that's what you do. (laughs) Okay. All right. It all makes sense now. It it just, but it brings it all together, right? So I I couldn't agree with you more. I think YouTube videos are huge.
1: God, I mean, it's, they're so good. And, I mean, it's things that, like, well, Twitch was there. I mean, not necessarily for eSports, but, Mm -hmm. you know, it's kind of taken over Twitch for the most part, I think. When you look at it, League of Legends is the the number one game that's being played on there, and it's dominated by League of Legends pros. Um, Counter Strike is normally the number two to three game, and uh, it's always dominated by a Counter Strike tournament that's being played, or, you know, or pros. Yeah, or (laughs) pros. And in, in then, you know, like a Hearthstone. I don't know if we want to get back into is Hearthstone an esport thing? You no, know? that's, I mean, that's, yeah.
0: everything can be an esport. I'm not here to decide that. We're not to judge your <laughs> execution. Here.
1: I saw the head shake, though. I, can, I, I know your personal opinion. But, like, I, no, it, no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> like, so when you're seeing these games and everything, it, like, Twitch is normally dominated by the esports. I, right. I would say that. Uh, and obviously, because I mean, like any kind of professional tournament or anything, that's it's going to be streamed on Twitch because the platform is the best. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah so, I mean, so these
0: these these platforms are helpful. I think tool set wise, like if, if I think access to all those things is super important for a beginner. Um, I, Just quickly, like as as an aside, something that can be made by the developer, which I find to be paramount that CSGO does have is is mm-hmm. a, a sandbox mode. Yes. Like just a, a place to go to practice. Yes. Like it, Halo had it like. If I can go outside and I have a basketball net, like a, like a hoop that's at 10 feet, I can shoot a basketball at that, and it's just like I'm shooting a basketball in a professional game, Mm -hmm. you know, everything short of being in the stadium and all that stuff. But I'm saying like the hoop is the same height and I'm getting to practice in my own environment. Uh, in the way that I, I see fit. Like, it's my game and my practice. Um, and with League of Legends, that just doesn't exist, right? Like, that just doesn't exist. And I'm not even here to say, like, oh, that's the, I'm complaining about that. I'm saying, in order for it to be something that I can practice, like, I want to practice League of Legends. I can't practice right now. Like, I can't actually practice the way that I want to. Um, and so I can practice CSing and all these other things. But in, in, in Counter-Strike, I can practice exact, precise moments. Um, and that just doesn't happen... <laughs> that doesn't happen often enough in a real game in order to get good at it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it just doesn't... Even, Rito, it, it, please. Like, the number of times that I flash over a specific wall and know exactly how to do it, like, I just don't... I I don't do it often enough game to game to game to game in order to get good. Yeah. Whereas, you know, like, somebody who's playing this professionally probably does play <laughs> enough games that they flash over that specific wall enough times that they know exactly how to do it. Yep. Uh, but, like, for, for all of us, all, all the rest of us out here, like, I would just absolutely love to have access to something like that because I think the, it's, the, it's the principle of you give a man a fish or you teach a man to fish, right? You, give, yeah. you, you either you give me the game and you say, just play this and this is what you deal with or you're giving me all the tools in order to make the game my own mm-hmm. and, 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 and improve it and change it in ways that allow for it to be competitive esports. Like eSports are, this is our topic kind of from last week as well, I guess, kind of entering into this one, but eSports are people. Um, like the, the, the amalgamation of the narratives of these different humans. Mm-hmm. Um, and so if they're not able to insert their own kind of practice on that thing, like if Michael Jordan couldn't, couldn't shoot free throws until midnight every night, he wouldn't be Michael Jordan, right? Like it just, he wouldn't be the best player of all time to okay. play. Football, right? Baseball. I think he's the best baseball player. A fantastic baseball player. Yeah. Really baseball Absolutely.
1: Player. He, d- he did not have any kind of like awful career in the minor leagues.
0: I love how that was documented in Space Jam.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's the best yeah. He, yeah. He, uh, it, it, it's, uh, he like fully accepts it. Yeah. He's just like, um, oh, I was an awful <laughs> baseball player. So and Laren- we're going to document it in movie form.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's not going anywhere. Um, Talking about the tool sets, I think quickly transitioning the tool sets, um, a lot of them come from the history of esports and the things that have come before it. Learn your history. Uh, there's a great documentary called Frag that I highly suggest checking out. It kind of goes way back through the history of esports. It's, it's one of those teeny 90s documentaries that's probably copyright struck on YouTube, but I'm sure you can find it somewhere. Uh, it, it, great overview of the history of, of generally where competitive gaming has come from. Um, and, and I think that's important. Like, I, I'm not trying to pull a thorn in here and be like, "Well, it's important to learn about history and all this other shit." But like, hey, I really would suggest that you know, you you know who Rafa is, right? Yeah. Like, just like know that, like, like what what Flash did in StarCraft, like just like little like kind of tidbits here and there, so that you can understand yeah. context and analytics, um, or, or like the the analysis from somebody who's maybe like trying to explain uh, the new type of StarCraft matches that are happening with these these two-player two teams, two teams and stuff, right? Like, maybe there's context there that you can, you can appreciate and understand from, from the past. Uh, so, Star you know. That's
1: crazy, man. There's too much stuff going on in that game.
0: Pull, pull, some, pull some eSports history together, and, and uh, if, if you ever want to talk eSports history, reach on out to me at, at the Patch Ryan or, what is it, at JSFA underscore Manimal. A little Ben action there. Yeah. We love eSports history.
1: We do. I just love eSports in general.
0: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and video
1: games in general Mm -hmm. i mean like i mean like we were talking if we're going to waste our time with something at least make it something that we genuinely enjoy doing and it's something that i mean i'm going to do it whether you know we're doing making content or something like this if i'm just sitting around playing video games with my friends like it's going to happen because i genuinely enjoy doing it so yeah it's what that's what we are talk to us it's who i am
0: uh, it's not a phase. That, I guess the the history thing kind of, you know, bleeds into the appeal of Brood War and why I was so into Brood War way back in the day, and I think many of us were. Mm-hmm. Um, go check out our website for a little bit more context, but there's some there's some good uh I've just know, never
1: really been into StarCraft. That's, I get it. Uh, yeah, I get it. It, it. I saw one of those things. I mean, like, I, I watched it because, um, like I said, I, I like, MLG is what like really got me into esports because I was a huge Halo fan and a huge Call of Duty fan, and uh, you know back when it was Halo, like when Halo was the the big you know flavor of the month, the other tournament that was going on was Starcraft during the Halo streams, and uh, I, I watched it. I just never understood it. I never tried to play it, so you know. It's just one of those things, but yeah, I mean, I, I totally understand it. And I understand. I, and, I understand and why it would It has a appeal. very, very important spot, like place in the history of esports. Well, like I don't think very. you're taking
0: anything away from it by you saying that you personally didn't play it either. Like, if anybody were to be like, "Well, because you didn't play it," somehow that d- invalidates yeah, your. But, I
1: mean, there's, I mean, there are those people out
0: there that you sure. know do that. So, but and you know, I, uh, you know, Ben, you know, what my favorite thing to say about those people is, "What's that?" Those people should make a show. They should. <laughs> I, I agree I totally maybe we agree. can listen to them yeah talk. i would love to listen i would love to
1: have i would love to have them on the show and talk to them like that's yeah i would love that it's but like, yeah, tell me why
0: i am uh, not yeah not please, really a pastor. please
1: explain to me why i'm a piece of shit but
0: uh i, I, I get that every day that's yeah funny. so
1: but yeah i mean like they're, they're, oh man it's got such 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 rich history within mm-hmm. The history of esports because it, I mean, when you say the history of esports, like there's so many things that go into it. Because, I mean, look, like, look how many iterations of Counter Strike there are. I mean, you had Source, you had we'll 1.6, like you the got Galactic glow. leaderboards of like, yeah, it, it, yeah, be,
0: well, when we look at it, like, like Twin Galaxies people that had like Galaga tournaments back in the day, you know what well, I mean? Twin Galaxies had a running TV channel. And that they were, they would post leaderboards, and you would call in and give updated scores, and then like yeah. late at night it would it would show, and then they would have like a magazine that would come out with the leaderboards.
1: People think this is new. It's not new.
0: No, and I mean, it's, it's, stupid it's, it's it's not It's like thinking go video anywhere. games is a new trend when it like the market already crashed once. Like yeah. ET happened, guys. Yeah, it did. It didn't crash the market though. I want to be clear. That was not <laughs> ET. But
1: yeah,
0: no, man. I. I <laughs> God. Um. So use Twitch, quotes. Everybody. Use YouTube.
1: Yeah, use use <laughs> use
0: watch watch Twitch. You Google watch this here. Like
1: um, I, I know so. people always, you know, drop the well let me Google that for you or use Google. Like you know, like that really is like a thing. Like if, if you have interest in something, Google it. And most likely it's going to hit YouTube first and it's gonna pop up some video suggestions for you. So I mean that, that throws right into
0: YouTube. For sure. Um there's this concept of you know, that I talked before about, about eSports burnout, and I think it's important to readdress this Ooh, yeah. uh, because there are so many people that are eSports fans or that are potential eSports fans that look at competitive gaming and they say to themselves, holy shit, this is going to take so much time and effort to be uh, involved in this. Or the people that are eSports fans, they say, you know, I take so much time and effort to be involved in this. Like, I'm, I'm dedicated, you know, I'm, I have no life. All I do is watch eSports. Um, there's a great quote by a man named Orson Wells that I find to be pretty Pretty, pretty apt to this situation, um, goes something like this. I passionately hate the idea of being with it. I think an artist has always got to be out of step with his time. So what that says to me is that if you want to have an original experience with viewing and spectating esports, because you can, it can be yours, like your own narrative of your own viewing experience of this tournament or whatever it might be. You don't need to watch all the games. You don't need to read any Reddit threads. You don't need to listen to the commentators. You don't need to go on Twitter afterwards or before to hear the pre- or post-game analysis. You don't need to read any of or listen to any of the vlogs. You don't need to listen to us on a podcast talk about what happened. Um, You need to do what creates the best narrative for you and allows for you to be the best artist that you can. And in saying that, what I'm saying is, an artist creates with their own unique life force. Everybody has their own soul, if you want to call it that. Yeah, we're all going to die someday, and we are all unique little snowflake butterfly things. If you, maybe that sounds more PC. I don't. Um, you're if an, you're a you're a you're unique, unique butterfly, butterfly, then the energy that you insert into watching esports is unique and appreciated by those others that are watching, and especially those of us that are mm-hmm. cognizant. Um, of the fact that by somebody else watching eSports and inserting their own unique life experience into it, it it, it increases the value of of our watching uh, pleasure. So fuck watching all the games. You don't need to do that. Mm -hmm. What you need to do is watch the games that matter to you and create the narrative that allow for you to best exude uh, your kind of creative light, if you want to call it that. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of the first Patrick thought. The Mm -hmm. second Patrick thought. Uh, It's another Orson Welles quote, Um, I do not suppose I shall be remembered for anything, but I don't think about my work in those terms. It is just as vulgar to work for the sake of posterity as it is to work for the sake of money. Um, And and what I'm saying, what Orson Welles is saying and how it relates to esports, you don't need to worry about how someone will remember you as a viewer. Um, or if somebody assigns value to your desire to watch esports or play video games as a waste of time um, your work doesn't need to be thought about and by i'm saying your work your work as an artist right doesn't need to be thought about uh, as something where you need to create posterity um, or a long-lasting image like esports maybe the reason that we're doing this is not because we want it to be a thing of forever and it's not because we want to make billions of dollars it's because we want to do it <laughs> and so if you want to watch esports watch esports if you don't want to watch esports don't watch esports but um it's 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 just a shitty to say that you want to become some expert and you're watching esports because you want to do something with it um, watch esports because simply because you want to enjoy yourself yes um if you're here and you want to you're, you're watching it and and your, your eyes are bleeding and it's like man i just hate this shit and like or 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 um, I, I I'm just I'm just doing this so I can tell my my friends that I watched the whole tournament. You know what I mean? It's like oh I just want to be able to you know be as cool as them. Or I, I assume it's not coolness. Maybe it's like competition, right? Like Ben and I were talking about competition earlier. Or maybe maybe I feel me, I feel like I need to watch all the different esports matches because I'm sitting here talking to you pretending to be an expert. Um, or Ben feels the same way, right? Or maybe Ben and I feel like we need to keep up with each other, yeah. uh, so we're watching esports and and doing like, all of that is silly bullshit. Um, doing something for the sake of posterity is no more valid than doing it for the sake of making those millions of dollars. Mm -hmm. Uh, You want to do it because it it comes from within you. uh, And and, and there's really no other valid reason. Um, So if you're watching this and you're like, hey, shit, I've been meaning to get into esports, but I've been kind of, you know, not really doing it because, you know, my mom tells me it's a waste of time. Then, like, I think I would hope that, that some of this advice, uh, I, I doubt it's advice, if not just rambling, has helped um, at least one person kind of uh, validate their own life experience and enjoy the things that they enjoy. Because, hell, both Ben and I are, are enjoying rolling in this pile of eSports shit, and we want you to join us. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> just,
1: just like a pig and shit. That's, we're, we're super happy.
0: A sack of potatoes and shit. Sack of potatoes. <laughs> ben. sack of potatoes. So everybody, do a mental exercise with me. Imagine the ultimate esports viewer. What do they look like? Um, what what do you see? Um, you know, try to visualize kind of the the ultimate esports fan. Um, and then I want you to go to esportsbaby.com and I want you to look at the first picture of a little boy sitting there with his hands <laughs> in fists, and he's sitting there like this, and he's got a hat on, and he is. He looks like he's got two popsicles. Like like or like two like an ice cream cone in each hand, and he 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 is authentically one of the most happy looking yeah, people I've ever he's seen. He's
1: so excited, and like when I saw the picture, when I was reading the article, I was just like, "That is the happiest kid
0: ever." So if you're listening to the podcast version, go on over to our website and you can go yes. check out the image here. East we're not Sports we're not dot hiding dot this from anybody. Ever. <laughs> this is not a secret it is out there it's out there for everybody to see um so (laughs) the answers are out there be like this little boy um there's there's a a a bit i saw on the late show with stephen colbert Mm -hmm. did did you watch that at all ben Uh, i do not unfortunately he did a a little thing Uh, maybe you saw this like this picture there was the the egyptian airlines that were were hijacked yeah. Right and and everybody was all scared on the airline I assume people yeah. that were on the plane uh, and one guy named Ben Innes decided to take a selfie with one of the hijackers who had suicide that. belt yes. you did see that I did see the picture I, I read so, uh, yeah I read about yeah that. so Stephen Colbert's comment on that was basically like you know he he loved he he loved how you know. Like like funny this was and how stupid it was and all this other stuff and he's saying it, it um, represents his two favorite his two most favorite human uh, qualities bravery and uh, ridiculousness yeah and it just like that <clears throat> that face of like Ben Innes's face next to the the suicide bomber mm-hmm. I think is like not I guess drawing a direct comparison is the same as as some of the faces that we're seeing in at these esports tournaments where it's just this like ridiculous kind of. Bravery for being this kind of like you that we've always been this way, yeah. Um, and, and and we're totally embracing it, and we're gonna make these stupid faces and kind of look goofy and and enjoy the thing as it is, um, and, and not really care much about the results. And I I think at the end of the day, it's like, hey, enjoy, enjoy what you're doing because you're gonna die. Uh, yeah. Like that's maybe I'm depressing. I'm sure I am. <laughs> um, but it's I don't know. A
1: gross way of looking at things, but I mean, yeah. No, I mean it's true. I mean, if we're getting down to brass tacks, absolutely. What does that mean? Getting down to brass tacks. Yeah, I don't like know. I know
0: what it means, but I don't I, like. What is the saying? No origin- one knows what it means? Did you know that the saying "Your ass is grass," and then like that's like the beginning of a saying, and then the second part is like "I'm on it like a lawnmower." <laughs> no, I didn't know that. I never knew that there was a second part. I didn't know either. So this is a rambling. But and now I'm going to say time. it constantly. <laughs> uh,
1: I'm going to use that all the time now.
0: Be on you like a lawnmower.
1: Grass, it's grass. i like a spider monkey. Uh,
0: what else do we got here for you guys? I think that might just be it. Um, I mean, if if any Ben, you have any other, anything else to contribute to the to the boys and girls? I don't think I've contributed at all today. Yes, you have.
1: <laughs> stop no, uh, stop this silliness. No, I mean, if you're wanting to get into esports, awesome, because it's it's great. Personally, I think it's great. Um. Uh, did it, we miss
0: anything, Ben? Like I, I feel like we so. probably missed. I, 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 I have to imagine I missed. I something. mean,
1: we always miss something, but I think we got our point across very well. I, I think so. we, I think we did a good job. I am, I am high fiving you from across the country right now. Across the room, we're just next to each other. It's oh just yeah, like, just other. yeah. We just have two
0: cameras, yep, and
1: uh, the room is completely different looking.
0: Yeah. Also, it's much colder here. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> it's snowing. Mm. Uh, it's not here. So what what I'm going to do from this discussion, I think it's an interesting discussion, and I think it's one that maybe I could probably flesh out um, through some kind of written piece a little bit more aptly. Um, so I, I think what I'll, what I'm going to try to do, and I was talking about this with Ben earlier, is, is create a nice little PDF of resources that somebody who would want to get into esports would need in order to do that. Whether you're a parent or um, you know just uh, somebody who likes to play video games, or um, you know some some businessman that's like, damn it, my company's making me you know sponsor I was going to say something, I don't even know, sponsor uh, Va- the new Vainglory tournament. And like, I don't want to have to deal with that. How do I learn about this, this eSport? Um, so we're going to put together a little PDF. Next week we're going to be off. Uh, we're going to have um, a, a week kind of to ourselves to pull together a lot of content. Uh, we're going to kind of come up with a content schedule for eSports maybe so everybody can have a nice clear expectation as to what they're getting from us and what exactly it is that we're, we're giving to you so that we don't waste your time. Because that can happen, Ben. It can. Uh, but and since everything is a I waste of time. That. I don't want to waste your time. Can we actually waste? We can waste your time. We're not going to do that. We're always going to keep the podcast as close to an hour as we possibly can. And we're going to give you a clear schedule as to what videos are going to be coming out on our YouTube channel. Check out our website, esportsmaybe.com. Mm-hmm. We're sponsored by nobody except for our own hard work. So we'd really <laughs> appreciate it if you'd look at the things that we create. <laughs> Anything else, Ben? Ooh, sorry. I bumped my mic. My, did that so make like saying. a big noise? Does no, that hurt? not too bad. It probably hurt everybody's it ears. It sounded
1: hurt. like it hurt you more than it did my ears. So
0: it kind of hurt my ears too. Yeah. I, I I like turned my head and then like I kind of <laughs> think I just like. <laughs> it's kind of like slapping the
1: holes on a football helmet, like the ear holes. Oh yeah. god, that was the worst. Like Oof. literally, you could rupture eardrums that way. Don't do that, anybody listening. Don't do it. It's awful. I don't. Yeah. I have nothing else to add. I'm rambling. Now. <laughs> I, I just I, gotta I kill have, yeah. someone
0: now. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, I've,
1: I've got, I've got, I've got nothing. <laughs> Thanks for tuning you. in. It's been great. We enjoy having everybody that's been here, and we love you. And uh, um, we hope that uh, you're going to be around forever. Right. Yeah, we'll, as we'll, long we'll as be we're around. around. Yeah, we're we're going to be like that. That clingy boyfriend is what we're going to be God. like. Just oh. always around, always around.
0: Except for next weekend, we're not going to be here. Yeah, no, God, yeah. Oh. I'm <laughs> sitting here. <laughs> I'm sitting here.
1: We're going to be here all the time, except not next weekend. We're gonna Maybe. we're gonna not do that.
0: So what are you doing this weekend, Ben? For the people, give them a little sign off. Uh, oh
1: man, uh, I'm uh, this evening. I'm actually going to an outdoor film festival. Oh, uh, shoot. and when I say outdoor film festival, it's uh, a festival of outdoor films. It's actually indoors, but
0: um, oh wow, okay. My visual, is, yep. Thank you yeah, for see, seeing. Yeah, <laughs> it's uh,
1: the the Banff Film Festival, B A N F F, like Banff, Canada. Right. Uh, they they do a uh, a film festival of like uh, extreme and outdoor sports every year, uh, and it, uh, one of the stops is always here in Morgantown, West Virginia, and we have gone to it for the past like four years. Oh, I've gone to it for the past four
0: years now. Um, and it's really fun. It's really good. That sounds awesome. Is there like yeah. a movie that you're going to see that you're excited about? Or uh, you no, know
1: I, I haven't even looked at the schedule of films. Uh, I like going into it surprised and just kind of you know enjoying it.
0: Damn, dude, you're gonna blast.
1: Yeah, dude, it, it's it's really really good, time and they give out prizes and stuff. Last year they gave out awesome coffee. <laughs> <It was laughs>
0: like, really so like, good. Uh, like Death Wish coffee. Uh, like, no it
1: was called like uh, like Kicking Horse or something like that. Uh, it Actually, was that it was good. Amazon. Yeah, it was
0: really really good. Well, boys and girls, ladies and gentlemen, esports and non-esports fans. Thank you so much for tuning in to episode number 10 of the Esports Review. I was your host Patrick and this is your Ben. Right? Does that I, work? I'll be your being. <laughs> I'll be your being, baby. I'll be, I'll be your Thank bin. you, everybody, for tuning in. Have a wonderful weekend, and uh, we'll see you in two weeks.